Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Open Book. I'm your host, Robbie Williams, and in this episode, we will be discussing the topic called Not Today, Post-Stroke Recovery and Issues That Came After. I will share my experiences, thoughts, and opinions with all of you. So let's get started, shall we? So, first off, let me explain to you the situation and why this topic is um it hits close to home um anybody who's been listening since the beginning of this podcast that I'm doing knows that I had a stroke a few years ago um I still have not fully recovered so what happened is basically I had a stroke um I went into the hospital. Um, I was okay, but I wasn't okay. Um, At the time, I felt fine. You know, I felt, I was just like, okay, maybe this isn't as bad as I think it is. But I basically lost all feeling in my body. It was the most scariest moment I've ever been through going through the stroke um and I'm actually able to finally talk about it and discuss it you know and I'm going to share it with you guys so how it what happened was um one Sunday I was meeting up with my cousins for brunch and I was going to meet them at the restaurant we were going to meet at and It, I ended up getting there early, getting in the area early. So I stopped off to go, you know, wash my car, of course, because, you know, I was trying to waste time and wait for them and see how everything went. And then towards me washing my car and drying it off, I started feeling a little dizzy. And I thought it was just because I was hungry. You know, I was getting a little lightheaded. And I was like, whoa, okay. This is this is a little weird. But maybe I just need to eat something. Um, so then I left the car wash. And I started driving to the restaurant. Um, I started getting a little nervous. Because my, my vision was starting to spin a little bit and I had to close one eye in order to drive to the restaurant so that was scary itself um luckily it wasn't that far the next thing I right when I start getting closer to the restaurant um I start feeling I start feeling like my body's about to give out on me and my whole right side starts to feel numb um it it was scary it was really scary it was something that i do not wish upon anybody and anybody who has gone through it knows it is one of the most scariest things ever you can go through um 
the whole right side of my body went numb, including my face and, you know, my arm, my hand, you know, all my right side, my entire right side. Um, I called my husband and I told him, you know, I could talk, but barely talk. So I told him something was wrong. Something wasn't right. And I told him I wasn't feeling good. I wasn't feeling well. I felt weak. I felt numb. I felt like everything was spinning. Something was, wasn't was right. And he called my cousins and told them what happened. And he was scared. Um, long story short, they ended up taking me to the hospital. And it turns out I had, uh, I had suffered a stroke. Um, while in the hospital... They did MRIs on me, and they found out that I was hemorrhaging in the front frontal part of my brain, the frontal lobe. Um, they said it was bleeding out because my platelets were low. Um, so that was scary, hearing that, because... I'm not familiar with brain um, trauma, but from what I know is that a lot of people, it's hard for them to come back from some kind of brain trauma or bleeding of the brain. Well, I had some bleeding in the frontal lobe of my brain, and um, and basically it was still able, they were still able to do something about it to where it wouldn't it wouldn't be as bad as it could could be um I also um they ran tests on me and um and a whole bunch of different stuff and turns out I suffered a stroke um I had hemorrhaging in the brain and um, I lost all feeling and um, and you know use of my whole right side, um, which was very difficult because my right side is my dominant side, and that's the side I write with. I you know do everything with. So the fact that you know that I can use that side was pretty traumatic for me. Um, long story short, you know, I ended up getting out of the hospital and, um, at that time I didn't have a primary doctor. So when I got released, I went back home. Um, I did, I had to do speech therapy, um, in-house physical therapy. Um, and at that time I had a, um, I was taking time off of work. Um, my time off wasn't that long, so I had to return to work, and luckily I was working from home. Well, that probably wasn't a very good idea to do that, but, you know, at the time I didn't know any better, and it felt like it was the best thing for me to do. Um, I ended up, just um staying 
home. I didn't do nothing. I did no exercises. I did no... um, And by this time, my physical therapy and um, speech therapy and everything was already done. So um, they had, you know, I was done with that. And I was basically on my own at this point trying to figure it out. And um, I couldn't walk still. There was still no... um, I was feeling pain in my legs every time I walked. Every time I, you know tried to move um internally I was suffering from a lot of things as well uh depression uh isolation um just different emotions and feelings that were you know all bottled up inside of me and it was due to you know being been have gone through the stroke um It wasn't until I finally got a primary doctor that everything started working out. Um, My doctor has been amazing throughout this whole entire journey. And he's the one that's been on me about my recovery and things that I'm doing and making sure that I'm on the right path to, to gain everything back what I had um the one thing that a stroke does to anybody is it takes away their independence and their freedom and as as weird as it sounds it's so true and just the fact of having to deal with that and going through that kind of stuff with you know not being able to do nothing about it it puts you through a spiral of emotions and it just it sends you somewhere you don't want to go. Um, but I decided to, you know, re- to, as I was recovering, I decided to take it to the next level. I said, I told myself, I'm not going to let this be me. This is not going to be who I am. I'm not going to be, this stroke is not going to be me. I'm not going to be the stroke. I'm going to recover. I'm going to do whatever it takes and whatever is necessary to do to gain my freedom back, to gain my independence back, to be able to go do things the way I used to, to be able to get up and walk around without anybody, you know, having to help me with uh, being able to drive without anybody helping me or anybody driving me or just gaining my freedom back and my independence and you know I still have my moments where I'm where I I feel like I'm I get down on myself and I feel like I don't I could be doing more but there's one thing that I've learned is patience patience is a big virtue and patience is necessary it's not going to happen overnight as much as i wish it would it is not going to happen overnight and that's something that you have to accept and that's something you have to get used to is being in a place where patience 
is gonna gonna show you that you know you're doing it you're doing better than what you used to um I know not everybody's the same I know there's different kinds of strokes but if you think about it if if you can recover from any kind of stroke then you're a miracle worker you're an angel you're amazing I can say firsthand that you know having to have gone through a stroke is one of the one of the craziest experiences I've ever had and I honestly feel like going through it has humbled me and made me feel like life is more is more enjoyable and it's more you know it's out there for me to live and I've got to live it to my fullest and I can't do that if I'm stuck at home and you know just down on myself and depressed um it's definitely something it's an experience that you know anybody who's gone through it knows what I'm talking about but anybody who has experienced living with somebody with the stroke or taking care of somebody with the stroke also knows that um there are ways there are ways and there are things don't give up on anybody who's had one and anybody who has had one don't give up on yourself there's plenty of resources plenty of things that you can do you just gotta be patient you just gotta be um determined and you gotta be motivated I recently found out that because of my stroke I I have vision issues um I've been diagnosed with um a thing called nystagmus nystagmus I forgot what it's called but it's basically where the communication between the brain and the eyes well the eye aren't they're not talking to each other on the same level one says something and the other one takes its time to follow and it causes you know some vision issues uh to where my eye is moving but my brain is moving slower so it's it's weird my pt my physical therapist was able to um, figure it out just by, you know, running, uh, doing the test on me. And my uh, my eye doctor was able to figure it out by, you know, by doing the test on me. Because um, I actually went in thinking I needed glasses, but no, I don't need glasses. Um, I just need, uh, well, I don't need anything. I have that, you know, nice magnus or I forgot what it's called, but it's basically that issue with my vision. And guess what? There's no cure for it. There's no cure. There's no way to, you know, get rid of it or no way to overcome it. It's always going to be there. I just got to learn to deal with it. And 
that's something that I'm dealing with and that I choose to, you know, or something that I have to figure out how to work with it and make it be part of my life and make it work for me because it's not going to go away. It's never going to go away. You know, um, I went from uh, not being able to walk to walking with a cane now in a matter of a year because I was determined. Uh, last year, I I got married last year and I told my doctor that I don't want to walk with a cane or... Um, or uh, a walker down the aisle, you know, to get married. I wanted to actually walk down the aisle to get married. Um, one of the first things that he said was, well, you have to lose weight because after my stroke and being isolated in my house and because of the stroke and going through the depression and everything, I gained a lot of weight. I weighed about 319. In a matter of six months, I lost the majority of the weight. I lost about 50 pounds and I I felt great. I felt amazing. Um, so I was able to walk down the aisle and then um, after that, like, it was amazing, especially because, you know, I got married in Hawaii, and who doesn't want to walk around Hawaii? Like, ugh, I mean, that was my first time, so, yeah, got there. But now, I'm even more determined, and I'm, I've lost a lot more weight, and, um, I'm walking without my walker, I'm walking with a cane now, and I'm determined to walk without it eventually, um, I, I can walk short distances without it, but then I start having, um, vision issues to where it feels like, you know, the room is spinning or some, like, whatever I'm looking at is spinning and I can't focus. My balance gets thrown off. So it's an issue that, you know, I'm trying to work through right now with my, my physical therapist. Um, but you know, it's, it's working for me, and I'm able to work through it, and I'm, like I said, I'm determined, I'm motivated, I'm, I'm pushing through, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be the end of me, it's not, and that's something that you have to tell yourself, you know, if, or tell the person that, you know, is going through what, what it is that, you know, I've gone through, the stroke, you know, whether you're a victim or whether you know the victim, don't let them, don't let them give up. Don't let them be, don't let them settle. Keep pushing them. Keep being that support for them. And if you, if you are the victim, know there is support around you. You just got to ask for it. And you got to not push people away. And people that want to be there for you. Just let the support come. Let the, the your loved ones um, be there for you. And support, love, hope, 
and faith that's all you need and eventually you know the determination will come the motivation will come and you'll feel you'll start feeling better about yourself you know ask those questions ask what can you do okay you know you were diagnosed with this is there anything is there any cure first off if there's not okay what can i do to to coexist with it because i know it won't go away and i know i'm always going to have it so what are your recommendations to think that will help me deal with this or live with this you know they ask those questions ask them ask 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 there's so much asking you can do when you're at the doctors that the doctor loves loves answering these kinds of questions to where he can help you I know my doctor my doctor answers every question I have even if it seems like it's a, a stupid question he always gives me an answer and I'm always appreciative of him of what he gives me um I still have some issues with my speech and um, I'm still trying to um, work through that, which is why I, I'm so excited about doing this podcast. This podcast has been amazing for me to be able to talk to people and to talk to you and, you know, all you listeners out there and, and just be able to um, just be able to talk is is so empowering to me. Um, there are people that you know I that ha- struggle with being able to talk, but all you gotta do is just encourage them, support them, and just be there for them. Um, in no way am I a doctor, or in no way am I, you know, an expert at you know strokes and recovery I'm just sharing my experience with it because I know there's people out there who are going through that or who have gone through that and are just you know don't give up I just don't want I don't want people to give up I just want them to know that there is hope out there there is there's support out there there's you know people whether you know it's in your home or you know you meet somebody who's gone through the same thing you have or you know you share your experience with somebody who wants to learn who wants to listen you know there's always support out there um just don't give up don't give up be determined fight 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 this is not going to be the end of you this is not going to be who you are don't let this dictate who who you are and remember there's so much more for you to live for life is short and you don't want to live it in a place in a dark place in a place where you know you're reduced to to basically nothing you want to be able to live your life to the fullest as you and don't let anything anything take that away from you because 
regardless if you've gone through it or you know somebody that's gone through it, that person is unique. They don't have to have special skills. They don't have to have, you know, traits and uh, stories and just the fact of them being able to recover from something like this is makes them unique all on their own and like I said it gets me emotional talking about it because it is something that I'm very passionate about and it's something that I want to help people with especially if been that I've gone through it myself um and I I want to I want to you know be able to let people know that there's there is hope out there there is you know there's a lot out there for them and you know some people just need to be told that because a lot of times they don't realize it until you know it's too late and just don't take things for granted and remember that you're always supported there's so much support out there if you've gone through something or you know somebody who's gone through something that is similar to you know my experience please email me I'll share their story I'll I'll share your story I'll I'll do whatever is necessary to bring light to to being a stroke victim because nobody understands how hard it is to be in that spot until you're there or unless you're there and I don't like I said before I do not wish that upon anybody to have to go through that experience um email me though let me know your your um your stories let me know what you've gone through if you're still going through it let me know if there's anything I can do to help you or anything that I can say to you know help you through it I I want to hear your story and I want to I want to be able to share it with the world and you know all my listeners and you know everybody I appreciate you listening to this 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 episode means a lot to me and I'm so glad I'm able to have the opportunity to share it with you and um it just means a lot <laughs> um Well, that concludes, you know, this episode of Open Book. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed our time together. I know I have. So please, subscribe, comment, review. Tell me what you think about this episode or any other episode you have. And don't forget to, you know, email me your stories. Or if you have suggestions about topics that you want to hear about you want to hear me talk about you know um i'll try my best to get them out there um you can always email me at open.book.mmap at gmail.com um thanks for listening
and I hope to hear from you soon. Bye.